everybody, and welcome to the Buck 50 Social Club. This is a show where we find answers to questions that don't matter at all. I'm James Quesada, and also with us today we have... Mike Magyar. Leah Gibbard. Jonas Grabus. Colin Dworsky. Julia Schroeder. And Jonna, thank you so much for joining us. I got panicked that I wouldn't say the right name. <laughs> Steve Martin. I don't know. You know what's crazy? I also thought of a Martin, but what? Dean. I thought oh, it was Dean Martin. Dean, uh. Uh, Dean Martin. <laughs> That's not my name. So we're going to do a round of Would You Rather questions with our guest, Jana, and we're going to start with, you know, I, I have this app that I'm reading these off of, and there was, I, every time I close it and open it again, a new one comes up. So th this is the first one, <laughs> which I'll start with, and then I want to go back to the one that disappeared, because I thought it was uh, an interesting one. But uh, the first one here is, would you rather fight a bear or a lion? Um, A bear, because I think I could choose the bear, and I would choose a koala bear. No, wait, koalas aren't bears. <laughs> I would choose a well, yeah, panda. No, I think oh, are koalas are marsupials. marsupials. I would choose mm, a panda. I feel like I could fight a panda bear. A lion, there's just kind of the one. Yeah. Well, well I guess, <laughs> w w would you rather fight a bear cub or a lion cub? Um, I guess a lion cub. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a small dog. Even, you know, yeah I, yeah, I guess I would rather fight a small dog than a small bear. Yeah. Or even a large dog. Well, it depends on the kind of dog. Yeah, I mean, their claws still got to be pretty freaking sharp, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But still, oh, but still, like a baby giant panda, I feel like would be really easy to fight or kill. Yeah, you could <laughs> or just snuggle with. Yeah, there's all those videos of them just like falling over on their own. Like, yeah, it's like, so you could just roll okay. it down a yeah, hill. Yeah, I'm back quick. to bear. <laughs> okay, uh, great. And then the question that disappeared is: Would you rather lose one thousand dollars or no. lose all of your <laughs> contacts in your phone? Oh, uh, I would lose all the contacts in my phone. That's fine. And just rebuild, push the reset yeah, button. I, who, I like, if I need someone's number, I'll get it. What's the big deal? Yeah, I guess it is basically like, would you pay a thousand dollars to keep your contacts? This is a question yeah. to find out how no. rich people are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Do you have a thousand dollars to spend on your contact list? <laughs> Do you have a thousand dollars? I I feel like ninety percent of the contacts I have in my phone are people I've never talked to yeah. since putting their contact in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it might be even beneficial to just yeah. cleanse the. Like I don't need to know the Penn State Atherton Hotel phone number anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me modify it real quick. Uh, would it be different if? How big of a pain would it be for you to get a new number? How long have you had your current phone number? Mm, that'd be a pain. Yeah. Um, but I would still pay a thousand dollars. I would still want the thousand dollars more than my number. Yeah, I think. Remember? But that would be that's more of a good question. That one's tough for me because I'm like, I don't know. I get, I get more worried about um, what if somebody tried or like the people in my life, whether it's close acquaintances or like you know. Uh, if somebody tried to contact me versus like if I needed to reach out to build a new contact list versus like trying to tell everybody to, to get my new number. I is agree. More of a pain. Oh, also, would true. you lose your number without being able to tell people first? You know what I mean? Would it yeah. just be like gone? I might, I might pick the keeping the number in that case. Mm -hmm. Me too. It does seem like such a pain. And maybe there are things that you're like missing out on because this person has your number and they're like trying to reach yeah. you. For a fun party. <laughs> Have you had multiple numbers? No, I've only had the one ever. It'd be ever. really hard to give it up. Same. That's why. I feel like mm -hmm. sometimes people change numbers, services, or whatever. And if you've done it a couple times, it's like maybe maybe it's just the fear of not knowing 
not having been through it before that is really what's getting at me personally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm with you. The, uh, just a side note on the bear versus lion thing is uh, so this app also tells you when you pick when you make your choice um, what percentage of people chose which one, and um, usually it's like 75 to 25 percent. But this bear to lion one is a dead 50 50 split. Well, wow. interesting. A lot of people don't uh, didn't think too hard about it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next one, would you rather live a long, boring life or a short, fun life? How short? 30 years. (laughs) Six months. Uh, uh, Six months. I'll pick the long, boring life, I guess. 30 is still so, so little. Yeah. You know, I came, I, the reason, part of the reason I chose 30 is because I was uh, browsing through, uh, not even this app, but a different one, asked a similar question of, um, would you rather have lived, like, uh, until 30, super fun and adventurous um, life, or live until 80, but not really do anything um, interesting? And I chose 80, and it was, and it was like a m- super majority in favor of uh, people who answered dying at 30 after a super adventurous life, wow. which p- surprised me. They're probably all 15-year-olds voting. Mm-hmm. They're True. like, oh, they're man. So they're, they're so old. They're so old. But Guess what? Go- it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to tell you. Yeah. It's not. It's young, really. And you guys don't know anything. <laughs> it's, it's, it's young. Again? Okay, so so 28% went with long, boring life. Mm. That's crazy to me. Yeah. It is probably yeah. all 15-year-olds. Okay, one last one. <laughs> Would you rather be... Always overworked or never have anything to do? I guess it depends on what never have anything to do means. Does that mean I have no obligations? That sounds great. Or right. does it mean I try to make plans, people ghost me? I, <laughs> I have like, I, I, can't, I don't, I, my television doesn't even work, so I just like sit. That sounds pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it solitary confinement? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, because if you don't have, you don't have anything to do, it it does sound like it, it's an obligation versus it's not like you can do anything you want. There's nothing you need to do, right? Is mm-hmm. I feel like that's the framing, mm-hmm. which is, seems like the obvious choice. But if, but if you're if you're prohibited from doing the things you want to do, even when you want to do them, yeah. And you're just bored all the time. That that's a nightmare to you. Yeah, like oh yeah, it's like oh, there's a cool festival in New York right now. You can't go. Yeah, you right. just sit. Mm. So you're not no. in prison, but you just like <laughs> you, you, yeah. you can't choose you to just do. Have to sit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd rather be overworked than just sit. Yeah. Okay, great. Forty-six to fifty-four. Forty-six for overworked. It's a pretty close one too. Okay, that does it for the would you rather <laughs> round. There we go. We've learned a lot. And now we'll get into the uh, main question for the episode. The question for this episode is which is worse, bragging or complaining? <laughs> Ugh. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I think bragging. Oh, this question sucks. Yeah, no, this one's hard. This one's not as simple. Complainers. <laughs> yeah. We got we got team complainers yeah. here. <laughs> I I, <laughs> I also recognize that we're about to, you know, it's going to be hard to not either complain about complaining or bragging or <laughs> brag about how little you do of either. <laughs> Honestly, I would have thought of a much better question. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay, well, I guess I guess a good place to start is what is wh- what about complaining is frustrating? What about bragging is frustrating? 
I think for me, complaining is frustrating because um, everybody has stuff going on. And for chronic complainers, it just is a little bit like um, uh, disregarding the fact that everybody has stuff going on. You know what I mean? Especially especially if you're if you're in um, a pretty like a peer group that where everybody's got the same stuff going on. Uh, like, you know, we, we do improv and theater and comedy music. Uh, so like, I'm guessing just about everybody in our peer group has a day job and, um, a bunch of side jobs and their arts pursuits. Um, so that's kind of where like the complaining thing comes in is, is that like, uh, I feel like there's a tendency to complain about that, like being strapped for cash or time. And uh, it's like, we're all in the same boat. So like when it's especially severe, I get it. But like when it's chronic, that's when it's like, it, you're not, it's not different from everybody else. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. But, but there's also like complaining because I, my back hurts. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Be, like bragging versus like complaining. There could be valid reasons to be complaining, complaining because our, our toilets broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do, you know what what I, mean? do I want to hear someone complain about their toilet being broken or brag about their toilet being broken? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to flush anymore. You guys, I don't have the option, so oh. that simplifies my life. My toilet is so broken. <laughs> you have no idea how broken it is. I think that's why I'm on uh, right now swaying towards bragging because I think just from a like positivity versus uh-huh. negativity standpoint, I think complaining can sometimes just feel very negative and bring the conversation and just uh, mood of the room negative versus positive. Mm-hmm. So you're feeling like bragging might your, be your pro, a better, bra- pro brag. I, oh, I hate saying pro brag, but I feel like it's the lesser of both evils. Got it. <laughs> okay. Also, I feel like sometimes people in their complaints end up bragging because it's like, oh, the thing you're complaining <laughs> yeah, about is yeah. so much better than anything I have in my life. Right. Um, yeah. Like, oh gosh, gotta go to another upfront today. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get interviewed again. It's like I would love to be interviewed. Totally. Is there a word for that? Like the so there's humble bragging. Yeah. But is there like complaining bragging? <laughs> Where it's like, you know what I mean? Like a privilege brag. Yeah. yeah a privilege brag. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly a, pri- yeah. a privilege yeah. complaint. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. a privilege a priv- complaint. Priv plaint. Priv plaint. A priv plaint. <laughs> it's like oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Those oh, have to God, be the worst without and, all of it. Uh, yeah. I'm first on the call sheet. I gotta mm-hmm. get there at seven in the morning tomorrow. Oh. Right, yeah. It's like I I'm I have to be catering at five AM. Fuck yeah. you. I have too many <laughs> stacks of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where to put apartments. Cash. <laughs> so messy with all the stacks of money just <laughs> randomly laying about. Yeah. Well you so go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, well let's talk about Wait, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we just kind of did it like a what what is uh, annoying about complaining? What is annoying about bragging? Uh, can I add to the uh, complaining Please. annoying? Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, you meet sometimes you meet people that just like to complain for the sake of complaining, but don't actually like when you try to help or like offer a solution or whatever, they don't actually want it because they just want to keep complaining. Mm-hmm. That's super annoying to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, there's there is something like chronic like that. There's a almost like a uh, almost like an addiction to it, right? Yeah, it's like uh, uh, you like the uh, uh, empathy you get from, or pity you get from people. You're like addicted to that feeling of like, oh yeah, I feel sorry for me, yes. Yeah, or maybe, it, it, I, I feel like that's true. that could be true for some people, but there's also just like the feeling trapped in it and that it's like, even though you don't take joy in getting pity, that it's like, uh, I don't know. You can just, just constantly feel like you're 
feel like you're wor- worthy of complaining. Like you just have someone else in your same shoes isn't going to see this situation like that. But then you just feel like, well, I've complained my whole life and this is what I do. And th- I then I'm just going to complain. Yeah. I mean, some people might be stuck or even unaware of it, uh, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> right. But still, there's... Oh, yeah. I guess I'm thinking about a few very specific people. Same. I think that, 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 yeah. that what you're describing is something that you run into plenty, though, um, where it is kind of like an attention grab. Yeah. Let's um, name names at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin, you, I f- feel like you were going to say something. Were you? Well, because I'm thinking about the complaining stuff and versus bragging, I think as like somebody... I mean, as as annoying it can be to hear someone complain, I also do think there's uh, there's value you can gain from listening to the complaining because, like, you can understand problems people are facing. You can kind of get a gauge on like things and maybe even learn from whatever that other person's experiencing. But depends on the kind of complaint, right? This is very, that's the thing of like, if it's a, uh, someone talking about how much, oh, I got so much money, I was, dust is getting collected on it, oh, I don't my know what to do with so my pockets change are, and gold. obviously, but that's just bragging to me, that's not complaining. What is the point of complaining? What would you guys say? I think it's venting. Yeah. It's I venting? I think it's empathy too, right? It's like, the, you're trying to relate to the people around you. I feel like sometimes I'll complain just to be like, even if I'm not feeling down, if other people around me complain, I'm like, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about oh, it's socially? like a sense of community. Yeah, yeah. community. In the moment. It's a in the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, even, well, okay, so like, sometimes, okay, do you ever get this where like someone is like, oh, congrats on that thing, and then you have to spin it in some sort of negative way, because there's like, I don't, this is probably just me, but you feel like guilty and it's like, oh, it's not as good as you think. Like it's oh, like kind of annoying. Oh, you don't want to brag. Yeah. So you're yes. like preventing bragging. I yeah. think maybe you think bragging is worse, like deep maybe. inside of you. You're probably like, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think that, you're Like intellectually, totally right. you're like, oh, complaining's worse. But in your heart, you're like, bragging's worse. I think, yeah. I, I, think I can admit that bragging is worse mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. And, and just on a side note, I, I, I kind of have a part two planned for this question, okay. which I'll just... Uh, say now which is generally do you have a harder time with compliments or criticism oh <laughs> compliments compliments uh, yeah to but, but 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 let's hold off on it because I, oh. I i think no, i was yeah i was Go gonna ahead. uh talk about uh julia's last point yeah. of like uh i do that to myself sometimes but then also uh very recently someone has done it for me which was a brand new feeling uh, and it felt really weird oh where it was like like so so what you're saying is uh you got a compliment on something yeah somebody downplayed it on your behalf yes (laughs) (laughs) which was that was very odd (laughs) Uh, it was you and we do need to talk about it on air okay let's air it okay that's uh yeah i i don't really want to say any more about the the uh it, but it it was genuinely like a weird feeling of of oh I'm uncomfortable with the compliment uh, but then it was also like um, well now I feel bad about it <laughs> but both of it was from from external sources so I was just I, I was just there quietly like going through a roller coaster of, <laughs> of like ups and downs uh, and then I was and then I had to just like kind of leave. This wow. wasn't me either, right? No. <laughs> Like, <laughs> make eye contact with the person who yeah. was. Oh my god, it was all of us. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh my god. All of us. <laughs> I think it also has to do 
like you said, how chronic is it? But also if like if someone's celebrating that they had an achievement and it comes off as a brag, but it's like a one time thing. And I'm like, OK, cool. Like, yeah, great job. But then if it's like every day and they're not listening to you and they don't ask, like, how are you doing? Then like it's extremely more annoying when you're like they only care or talk about themselves. Yeah. I think it's a self-centeredness of both that is so annoying to me. Mm, yeah. True. Yeah, so so it's kind of like self-edifying yeah. versus like self-deprecating. Right. And also right. being really internal versus external. It's like being interested mm-hmm. in the world, interested in others, like uh talking theoretically about you know, world affairs mm-hmm. or yeah. or things like life, love. You're just all in yourself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So so do we kind of like I know we we pin down what it is about complaining that is so irritating. And there's a weird hybrid between complaining and bragging, but like bragging by itself, what can we kind of like make a clearer definition of, of what it is on its own without also being a complaint and what's annoying about that? Yeah. I still just like your, <laughs> to think someone bragging about their broken toilet. That's all I can think right now. And why I'm on team <laughs> yeah. brag is cause I'm like, I'd like to think someone would, be proud and be bragging mm-hmm. about their broken toilet. But well, here's a negative for bragging. Sometimes when c- people complain, it makes you feel good, better about yourself. Cause you're like, yeah. Whoa, that is bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes what people complain about is funny. So you're kind of like, Oh, that's kind of a funny story. <laughs> but in bragging, I feel like you're often missing some of the like, Oh, that's funny. And also I feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. So that might be a point against brag. Yeah. Well, definitely, because there's a positivity to it that Leah pointed out where complaining is definitely negative and, and tends to drag things down if it's if it goes on too long. Um, there's a fine line probably between like when when like being excited or happy about something becomes bragging. Yeah. Um, I but, do feel like I witness bragging a lot less than complaining. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when I'm too. trying to think of examples in my head of people who brag a lot and like, I really don't think I have that many people around me that do that often or at least to me it comes off more as like a sharing of like hey this great thing happened to me today so i don't know colin i think you made a great point of like i think with both complaining and bragging you get like a uh view into people's psychology and like what they value in themselves Mm -hmm. and probably what they're like valuing in other people or what they see as like a positive or a negative and i feel like both are kind of rooted also in like our reaction to it is probably like there's like an element of comparing yeah. Yeah. to yeah. whatever they're saying. Yeah. 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 I think what bothers me uh, about bragging is uh, uh, the comparing and it also feels uh, like it's, it's see, th- like it's, it's see through uh, for me. Cause it's like it, it, I, you, it comes from a place of insecurity <laughs> And it's transparent that it's coming from a place of insecurity. But now we got to both sit in this conversation and pretend that that's not what it is so I can listen to you talk about your accomplishments. Yeah. I guess it depends on in the, a braggy type, way. And the type of, of, of approach of the bragging. Because there, again, I think the how you interpret bragging and how you interpret complaining is it's like your... For instance, if someone was bragging to me how they were able to put out this record and it did well and then they put it on this platform, I can become inspired by that. It's how I interpret the brag. You know what I'm saying? Same with the complaint. To me, that so doesn't it's like seem that, like bragging, though. 
So, okay, yeah, okay like, so what's the fine what's, line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what, what's bragging to you? I guess in my you, mind, I'm thinking of like the extreme examples of sure. like, like saying whatever with the attitude of look at how great I am, look at what I've done, bow before me. To me, it's it's like recounting a story with the express purpose of like having people be like, whoa, or that that's it that's yeah. interesting or good for you. Not even yes. that's interesting. Like you expect people to listen to your story and be like, that's impressive. Yeah. Even though yeah. they weren't there to see the thing. Yeah. So yes. Here, and here's another interesting thing that comes to mind as we we're talking about this. Leah, you pointed out that you come across bragging less, mm -hmm. which I think is generally true, but I think I get uh, like the bragging um, comes up more with people that I don't know or like just met yes. like at a party or a whatever social yeah. situation yeah. Mm -hmm. and complaining <laughs> is something I know that like I'm more apt to complain with people that are close to me. And again, that's like a venting thing and an empathy thing. Um, but like bragging, you get a little bit more of like, uh, strangers um, maybe that's they're trying to impress you yeah <laughs> right. like yeah 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 i think actually we got to talk about sneaky brags sneaky brags yeah. which is like so, you know sometimes it's like you're bragging and this is so transparent but then sometimes people do it more subtly like yeah. uh maybe with the clothes that they wear but also just like a name drop is such a typical right. one it's like oh when i was working with meryl um yeah <laughs> it's like we all meryl only Anderson. know there's yeah. only one meryl actress <laughs> <laughs> do we have to mention her name right and that's sometimes hard to tell because also if you are good friends with Meryl, you know, you use your good friends' names. But I think right. it's a sneaky brag. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. also she has no good friends, so we know you're lying. <laughs> yeah. Where so where's the line get drawn? Because it's like uh, how do you how do you how do you earn or 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 articulate credibility with new people you're meeting to get them interested in whatever you're trying to sell them? Because you know, at the end of the mm -hmm. day, you're always good trying point. to get somebody interested in what you're doing or learn about who they are and see if they're able to be, you know, a part of your network, either personally or professionally, you know, you yeah. know something. And I, I feel like it's kind of un, not necessarily bragging, but when people like to talk about how knowledgeable they are about a topic and then start talking to me, like I know nothing oh, about it. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't know me. I know <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff. Like <laughs> that's one of the things that gets to me. I think the most when someone like, Assumes. Yeah, I'm like, do I just have this like deer, like <laughs> I don't know, deer in headlights look, or like just this little not knowing uh, face where people like will come up to me and try to like explain things to me that I'm like, yeah, no, I'm familiar with that. <laughs> like, thank you though, and I try not to be like, I know. Listen, back up. You know, how do you yeah. politely say mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, I've too. actually worked doing like this for five years or whatever, so I understand how it works, or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. On a little side note, that is kind of like tough. Um, I'm trying to think of like a like an example where like you ever you ever get into a situation where like you are trying to you like don't want to over explain anything, but you also don't want to yeah. under explain anything in a conversation. You know what I mean? Like. Um, I Dude, I worked as an engineer. That's that was one of the hardest things I had to do for <laughs> for people that weren't didn't have a technical background. Brad. Yeah. I would have to. <laughs> <laughs> there no, it is. I think there it, is. Was, it was also really hard to work as an engineer. <laughs> well, and I think that's like Perfect level line. setting because some people will be like, "I don't know how familiar you are with this," which is yeah. like, 
I think great because you're like, yeah, you're asking because you don't know. But I feel like there's some, I mean, maybe just now, especially because we're engaged. So people will a lot of the time just be like, oh, just wait. Or like, you know, you make sure to keep an eye out for this. And I, and I, part of me is like, I've worked a lot of weddings. So I'm like, I already like know a lot, but people will talk to me as if like, I know nothing. And I'm kind of, I don't want to be like listen yeah i think a good example is like is like when you talk to people about new york it's very hard to navigate like how long people have been here or like again being Mm -hmm. in whatever arts pursuit that you're in like how long you've been doing that compared to how long you've been in in new york so sometimes there'll be people that i that i meet that will uh uh I, I, you know, with it, I mean, I've been here for like two years, uh, especially within like the first year, you get that same conversation of like, oh, here's the lay of the land. And like, you should think about this and that and like mm-hmm. getting started with like uh, stuff. Um, I think there's, but I, I also think that this is like more about being assuming or condescending than it is about being about bragging. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's well, it's the, uh, it's the idea of like uh, peacocking. Yeah. You know? It's like, can you explain what peacocking is? Yeah, it's like when you go up and you're like, uh, you're like, oh, okay, this is uh, this is a new person. I've been here for a while. I have to assert my dominance. I'm going to spread my feathers and drop all of these uh, probably irrelevant facts about my exact experience in New York that really won't apply to anybody else. It really is like hoping for a reaction from someone. I feel like it probably comes from like getting that reinforcement in a different conversation or whatever. And then it's like trying to insert that fact into this conversation. It's like, I don't. No one asked for that. And what is the reaction? It's like, oh, wow, you know, the city's so good. Oh, I'm so impressed. <laughs> like, what, what is yeah. the reaction you're yeah. expecting? <laughs> Does it come from a place, too, of not having anything else to talk about? You know, is it or is it like mm-hmm. coming from a better place maybe than we're giving credit for where it's like, yeah. great, uh, a new person I want to bond with and empathize with. Um, here's a, a, a fact about the city for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is people trying to help each other out, yeah. usually. Yeah. Some, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, though, it's kind of like people who were... Uh, bullied or like little little siblinged uh a big chunk of their experience in something and then once they're uh in a more experienced role then then they kind of flip it around and are like i'm gonna now i get to kind of treat people the same not not like bullying but like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah yeah Yeah. razzing people or or like uh kind of being like oh dude you'll see soon enough yeah yeah Yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i i'm also i i'm uh this might come as a shock to everybody, but I'm a little bit of a cynical person. Oh, really? Um, mm. Yeah. And I think I, I think I am a little I bit of know. a cynical. Yeah. Uh, I think sometimes it also comes from a place of, uh, uh, I agree that, that some, like, we might not be giving, like. Braggers enough credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but I think sometimes it also comes from, especially people that have been here for a while and maybe aren't where they thought they would be. Uh, and it's a way to, like, uh, self-validate. Sure. Yeah. 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 Sure. You know, I I always find like you know as a musician, I I always try to undersell brag. <laughs> <laughs> I always well, try to brag. I really yeah, do. Well, in the sense of like uh, I I'm you know you meet New York City is not like most of us are from the Midwest here, and there's there's that sense of uh oh, oh, we, ha, ha, oh like we're always like dodging things like dodging, <laughs> like just we're like oh i'm sorry we're always apologizing and we're i'm not going to say everybody from the midwest is is, is a humble person because that's not true but there is there's a there's personalities that in new york city that the person who's bragging that is usually not very good like the musicians the best musicians i've ever met 
don't brag or, or oh. are subtle in their bragging. Anyone who's outwardly bragging about whatever they're doing, they're, get, you know, like fighting to, to get whatever relevance above because it's like no one's paying attention to what they're doing. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're trying... That's been my experience, at least with musicians who I've met. Maybe there's, yeah. uh, they're trying to figure out their balance of like fake it till you make it, you know, like yeah. kind of be this uh, level to achieve this level. And then they're, yeah, I yeah. don't know, trying to figure that out. It's the same experience I've had with uh, meeting millionaires. Is <laughs> the richest ones you can't tell are rich, <laughs> <laughs> but they will buy you dinner. Mike is a millionaire, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, so I guess maybe that's a, a good um, transition, though, into like uh, the idea of criticism and compliments. Um, like, which which one do you have a harder time with? Either giving criticism or compliments, or receiving criticism and compliments. Like, where's everyone feeling on that? I, I love criticism. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I, it helps you grow, and I love getting it. But yeah, I feel like receiving a compliment is a lot harder and it might have to do with some of the stuff you just said Colin about like trying to be humble and just feeling like I don't know awkward when people give you a compliment and you're like what do I say to that and I'm like thanks I know or I don't know <laughs> Mike is I've told Mike this like recently he's he does proud mom a lot like where we'll go out and be like Leah made these did you have like even today oh. I made the banana oh. bread and he's like oh did you try the banana bread Leah made them and he oh, he'll like give me which is very sweet thank you but I'm like could you stop putting so much spotlight on me like thank you. like I don't know what to say like, yeah. but yeah I I so I, I kind of relate with both those things I think we all are like uh, generally it can be weird to receive compliments and know what to say in response to them. Um, uh, because I think it is kind of like, you don't want to come off as bragging. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but I also have like a hard time sometimes, uh, giving compliments in a way that doesn't sound condescending. That's where oh. I, I have a, I have like a trap too. Yeah. Like you did a great job. No, I didn't. Like, Shut yeah, the you fuck don't up. To. Like, you, well, like, uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, what, but do you mean it when you say it? Yeah, but I also just have a hard time <laughs> like phrasing yeah. it. I hey, think great. Like it just feels weird to be like because I'm generally like a pretty um, uh, objective uh, person. So it's either mm -hmm. it either sounds like um, I don't mean it, or if I try to like really put. <laughs> like an emotion delivery or like like yeah. chipper delivery behind it, then it sounds like I'm insincere. Yeah. So it's, in both ways, it sounds like I'm insincere. You 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 have a uh, a tight dynamic range in your voice, and you have this you you you're not up and down all the time. Like Julie and I tend to have this really high, like, but you, Ooh, you great show. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god, that was awesome. Like you know that that's not going to come out of James Kisada from fucking Peter Pan or something. What the hell? That was me telling Whoa. you great show. I don't understand. Well, that was way more sarcastic sounding than anything James said. <laughs> <laughs> Wowee! <laughs> <laughs> Woo, you sure did a great job! Yeah. I will say, uh, for, for myself, uh, I think if hell was real, it would just be people giving me compliments for all eternity. I can't, I, I, it makes me, I hate it. I, I would rather you just not say anything and just like come to my next show. I think the quietly. setting is something that 
I factor into it. Like if it's in a big group of people, I'm a lot more uncomfortable than if you're, if we're one-on-one talking and you say something that to me seems more of like you're doing it because you want to and less to like also kind of Mm -hmm. be like, look, everyone, I'm a team player and I'm giving someone a compliment. Like, Oh, I'll add uh, strangers. It doesn't bother me when, when friends do it, but just like people that I don't know very well or I just met, uh, I don't know how to handle it. I can't. I, I don't know what to say. Wait, or do. for compliments? Yeah, for compliments. Oh, I'm the opposite. I uh, if, a, if a stranger comes up and gives me criticism, I'm like, fuck off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if, if uh, friends give me, or sorry, if strangers give me compliments, uh, it's fine. And um, I, it's easier for me to take criticism from friends than it is to take compliments from friends. Oh, I was just talking compliments. I wasn't talking criticism at all. I'm saying yeah. I would rather take a compliment from a friend uh, than a stranger. Hard stop. But the stranger's not biased. I don't know. They don't know you. They yeah. have no stake in the game. Yeah, but I don't know what to say other than thank you, and then we just like sit there and That's stare at each other. That's all you need to say. Yeah, but nobody leaves. <laughs> We're just like standing you there. You just got to find an out. Yeah. yeah. You, you got to go. My phone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You go, you go uh, so... What did you like? House is on fire. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting a call. It's the president. I've got to go. (laughs) Yeah, it is. um, We because also receiving compliments is like whatever response you kind of have to have something that is uh, humble but uh, acknowledging as opposed to like uh, uh, dismissive, so so humble that it's dismissive, or so acknowledging that it's arrogant. Face Mm -hmm. tough. It is. It's Mm -hmm. tough. Something like, wow, th- thanks for noticing. That would, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a teeny yeah. bit dismissive, yeah. perhaps. Oh. And acknowledging that that person was right. Yeah. <laughs> you hit both ends. <laughs> I think a good thing you can do is uh, ask the person a question about themselves. Them, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, thanks. Uh, do you also parallel park a lot? In the <laughs> <laughs> thanks. I did get pretty tight to the curb. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yes. Could... Then it's asking them their experience. You're not assuming like people do. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> what about? Uh, oh my God! Thank you so much. Which sp- which part specifically did you like? Oh. Do you have any notes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, that might be a misstep. <laughs> I I and when because I, I I like I give com- I think compliments all the time. If I do enjoy something, I will tell people. Like if I see a performance, and then I do hate. I don't always love that follow-up question. What specific part? Like, I'm like, well, there are, but like, I'm like, oh yeah, no, wait, I, oh, I would never ask. I, yeah. That was a joke. Yeah, I've had that people, you? yeah, I've had people ask wow. that before to me, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, now pull out your checkbook Fire. and write me a check. I'll give you some real feedback. Like, like yeah. if you want, like, in the sense of, I'm acknowledging that I enjoyed it, but I, like, if. I'm not trying to open up that dialogue of giving you as much feedback as I possibly can. Yeah. Again, if it's on the first time, if I don't know you exactly, yeah. if yeah. I know you, then I will. Exactly. Yeah. I also think when you give a stranger a compliment, you also want the interaction to end pretty quickly yeah. for the most part. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure there are mm-hmm. times where you're like, I hope you keep talking to me forever. Right. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> 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 but I think like for the most part, it's like, I want to say what? like that show was great. I really enjoyed it. And then you want the person to acknowledge you. And then you're also like, how do I get out of here? Yeah, so right, it yeah. helps everybody. I think 
to have an out. I yeah. Mm-hmm. I've developed a new uh, uh, strategy where it's uh, when I work at the, the theater and uh, I want to say like, you know, yeah. great show or a good set or whatever. I'm always on my way to do something and I pass the person and in passing, yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, mm-hmm. great show. Nice job. And then I, I, and I then they're like, why moving. did you just go to the closet? <laughs> He's just yeah. standing in there. <laughs> standing there on his phone. Like, like this is not a room. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like there's a there's two sides of it because my interact the interactions are important so it's like in a band or in like uh, a show setting like when you get off stage and people are talking to you you want to you want to connect and to build your fans or build those relationships with people or even if you're a musician and you want to build a relationship with that band so like you might give a compliment to get yourself into a conversation too so it's like you know there's Mm -hmm. strategy in it yeah as a musician, so are they gen? Are, is it a genuine compliment, or are this is this person just trying to talk to me to get something from me? That's mm-hmm. also in the back of my mind sometimes. What do you think that they would want from you? Um, to either play with us or figure or collaborate, not necessarily in a bad way, or like figure out who booked the show or get information about anything that we're doing. In New York, people are shysty sometimes. Yeah, they're trying, you know, I don't always know people's intent. And you you will never know until, like, you get to know them. That would be a cool superpower. If you just know people's intent as they're walking up to you. Like a a spidey sense for good intentions? Yeah. (laughs) You can tell a lot. Like, this person wants to deliver me a pizza. (laughs) I think I can tell sometimes. (laughs) This person's wearing an eye patch and a peg leg. I know what they're up to. Uh They want my gold. Oh. 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 I carry a lot of gold. Mm-hmm. Why? Very dangerous in the city. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm rich, Colin. He's <laughs> a millionaire. <laughs> um, okay, well, so now we got compliments and criticism, which, again, I, I just, I don't know how to frame that one. It's just like, which one do you have a more difficult time, uh, even as a two-way street, not even just re- receiving or, or giving um, compliments or criticism? Uh, but um, bragging and complaining, let's go back to that and uh, see if we can put a vote on it sounds like complaining is probably the, the one that's harder, cause if, if for no other reason than because it's more common. Would you guys agree? Yeah. yeah. I think I'd rather live in a world with too much bragging than too much complaining. <laughs> I, yeah. I it's I, at least more positive. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That would be a successful world. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I guess that's the, that's the only way I can get behind it. I think I find bragging overall more annoying. Or more frustrating. You think if it was as common as complaining, you would you would have? Do you do you come across bragging as much as complaining? No. Okay. So, but if it were as common, mm-hmm. that's the one that you would have the bigger problem with. Yeah, maybe. That's I guess. But also, I can get I can get behind complaining. Like if we got rid of it and everyone's bragging, then it's like okay, well, yeah, it would be more. At least there would be people trying to sound positive <laughs> i mean it, it is it's funny like even if it is like there's arrogance to it if everybody is just going around saying how great they are <laughs> i think there's something like fun to that I was oh my trying God. To think of a sorry no, uh an example and i was just thought of something like a random um thing that happened just the other week a, a co-worker i don't know if this is a complaint or a brag or but intriguing yeah he uh <laughs> We were all like, oh, can we just take five minutes? Because it was 930 and some people wanted to grab coffee. And he like was like, oh, you guys and your coffee dependency. Because he doesn't drink coffee. And I was like, is this like a brag that he doesn't 
need mm. cough. Like, I don't know. I just it's, thought, it's I was like, both. are you trying Ugh. to gain points with people who all, like everyone else here drinks coffee? Wait, so there's I don't a understand lot of subtle brags like that. Yeah. I feel like people who drink black coffee. Yeah. Also, I, I like black coffee. Thank you. <laughs> um, Congrats. <laughs> thank you so much. That's what I was hoping for. I didn't used to, but I do now. But also like, I don't know. There's a lot of like things like that, that people will say that, um, they, it's everybody knows you're hoping for like, uh, recognition or, um, a congratulations in yeah. some way. I don't know. Oh, also, or I drink tea in instead of coffee. School, mm-hmm. A really popular thing would be like bragging about having heard a song before you. Like I would oh, be like, totally. oh my god, I love this song. Totally. I heard it like three months yeah. ago. Where yeah, have yeah. you been? You mm-hmm. haven't heard this yet. Mm, that yeah, used it to is get good, under my it? skin. Yeah, yeah. That coffee one though is is like a um, it's a complaint about y'all and your coffee dependency. It's yeah. a brag about not having a dependency. Yeah. And it's just generally like an insult. Like it's a bad thing yeah. for you to have. But I would, I, like it definitely made me feel like, like yeah, look at are all this you trying to not make need. friends? Yeah. Like yeah. every book, I don't understand. <laughs> why you would, like, I What's his it. ideal reaction to that? You know what right. I mean? Like in a yeah. best case scenario, what, does he expect like, whoa, you don't drink coffee? Yeah. yeah. I, almost, <laughs> I do honestly think that he thought maybe it was funny and that people yeah. might laugh, but I was, mm. I was just very turned off and, yeah. and kind of like, okay. I think I'm it would have been hilarious it. if you said, are you trying not to make friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been good. Um, okay. So we got, uh, complaining is, is worse. Uh, uh, with with Colin's caveat that if uh, it, it, who knows if it was as common to brag, it, it might rub us equally as uh, wrong. What about compliments and criticism? Do we have like a consensus on which Wait, of those is more difficult? Oh. W- like what's more difficult? We can break it into like to receive or to deliver compliments or criticism, but like uh, I don't know. Is, is there stronger feelings on one than the other? In, no matter which way it goes. I definitely have strong feelings on. I feel like it's easier for me to give compliments than criticism. Because okay. I'm definitely, even if, I feel like I can come up with constructive criticism, but if if it's a sensitive topic for someone which you don't know, then it's like, I don't know. I just worry about that being the case. Even if I'm like, I think this is a good piece of feedback, but if it's if they're sensitive about it, they might not take it that way. So I, I definitely feel like, a compliment I feel more comfortable giving, receiving. I like criticism because I think helps you grow. But I think it depends on who you are. And I just, yeah, if they're receptive to it or not. Yeah. Positive reinforcement it can be good, too. So it's almost like um, compliments sometimes uh, can serve that growth purpose depending on who you are um, and depending on, I guess, the setting or, the, or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're doing. Especially if, if someone's like... Um, having a hard time with something positive reinforcement can sometimes be better um just from the compliments as opposed to like uh constant like criticism in, in favor of uh growth but like it can get overwhelming at a certain point yeah yeah <clears throat> anybody else strong feelings you, i was gonna ask you if you talked to my dad while i was growing up <laughs> <laughs> um i would never give a criticism to someone i don't know well just because I don't think it would come off right. I would I would accidentally, you know, it's just like you don't know where their sensi- sensibilities are mm-hmm. uh, or how to phrase it. Uh, and some people can, can handle it and some people uh, just kind of fall apart. So I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily give criticisms. So compliments I, I can give 
uh, I've, it's it's easier for me to give. I would never. Uh, I can't. I can't. Uh, I would. I. I didn't. I don't. I don't want to get another compliment for the rest of my life. <laughs> you got it. Cool. <laughs> Consider it done. Thank you. <laughs> I do. Ha- I personally have a, a harder time both ways with compliments. Again, it's it's hard for me to give them uh, and and have them sound uh, as sincere as they are um, uh, without sounding like condescending or disingenuous. Um, and it's also harder for me to receive them uh, and like. Like you said, Leo, like see as much value in it as opposed to talking analytically or constructively about something. Yeah. I think I also, I know I was joking before, but I do, I, when I give compliments, I speak in superlatives. So everything does sound sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> and, and especially if it's like a little bit fabricated, it's so hard for me to sound sincere. Like I feel like people know if, I'm saying like great show or, or whatever, and it's like <laughs> great Wait. show or whatever. In that tone, <laughs> great show great or show. Uh, yeah. hey, great show. <laughs> Is that not good? Yeah. <laughs> End it with or great show or. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um. So, and then what about on the criti- criticism front? You're you're fine giving and receiving criticism. I think it depends. Unsolicited criticism or advice is like the death of me. And I remember everybody who's ever done that to me. (laughs) Um, But I think like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm working on not, uh, especially in like a coaching setting, not like being afraid to give criticism because I think it's like also very helpful. Um, And not feeling like it's uh, like I'm being mean, I guess. So I think, I don't know. It's probably harder for me to give criticism than a compliment, but I think like deep down, I don't know. Sometimes compliments are harder. Okay, so it sounds like you have a, a, a little bit more hard time on the compliments than than criticism overall, because from, from <laughs> unsolicited, I think I think across the board, unsolicited criticism. Anybody a fan of unsolicited criticism? Oh, I yeah, you are for sure. You'd, so you'd rather have uh, somebody after a show come up to you and be like, hey, man, saw what you're doing up there, and um, you really need to blah, blah, blah. Like, you'd rather well, have somebody Well, is it accurate? Uh, sure. Let's say, let's say you agree. Then, yeah. But if it's like, just if it's just like, like pre- bullshit, like, then, then Thanks no. for stopping by. Yeah. <laughs> Go away. Because <laughs> it's also like, how much do you... I don't know. Like, like if in your case, if it's an improv show and somebody says something who's like just an audience member who's never taken a class and, and like, I don't know my, well, I feel like personally it, I would be like, have you taken a class? Do you? That's why I'm, I was asking if it was accurate. Like I'm assuming it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like yeah. accurate criticism, you, but uh, listen, we don't want to <laughs> honestly, yeah. We, yeah, we don't need to, we don't need to. Uh, I, I feel I you. need to know what he said. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Uh, it's sometimes though the criticism that is needed the most is the one that you don't see yourself. Uh, you know what I mean? Like if it's something you agree with, you probably don't really need it in order to improve it. If, if it's if if a friend, somebody you're close with, and trust their feedback tells you something that you're doing that that or like a coach or a director tells you something that you are doing that you're unaware of, that's more useful. And I and I when you know, I understandably would have like more of a barrier up from hearing that kind of stuff from a stranger. Um, that's what I think. I, and maybe it's just a difference in personality because you're saying you're open to, to hearing that, but I feel like it would do the opposite where things, I do appreciate hearing criticism like that from close friends. Like you said, yeah. I've had friends who've said you reply a lot with, I know, right. When I'm saying something and I'm like, yeah, 
now that you pointed out, I'm a lot more aware. And I realize that's probably not the most uh, useful response and that I could be more specific and mm -hmm. it would make you feel like you're being heard more. You know, like mm -hmm. <laughs> that was helpful criticism. Gotcha. But if a stranger told me that, I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Colin? I, I feel as I'm getting more into my craft and more into who I am as like an artist that I'm, I'm comfortable with criticism. I'm becoming more comfortable with the, the compliments where I have to, where I, I struggle is when I should insert my, my feedback to people. Cause I do see a lot of performances all the time and I'm like, well, maybe they should figure it out on their own or like if I can step in and offer like when it's appropriate to do it. Um, like, is it on the first reaction or is it just like introduce myself like, hey, wow, uh, glad you're up performing <laughs> and and like get to know them and then <laughs> get yeah. the feedback later? Because well, I don't know, because Colin, like if did they ask you for feedback, what's that? In this situation, so so for instance, <laughs> you just go for, see a shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, good to see you on your feet up there. <laughs> I mean, like, like I've seen like show. younger yeah. younger musicians or guitar players who uh, just you know they need a tweak to their pedal board or they need the if they gave a different approach to their instrument, it might open up their sound in a way. And I'm like, am I the person to deliver that to them? Do I have a, do I have a responsibility as more of a seasoned musician or performer to offer that? Because I've been in their shoes before. Do I frame it? I've been here before. I don't, because the worst are the young musicians who think they're great <laughs> and brag yeah. about how great they are, but where they're clueless and like their, their egos are, are fragile. So it's like, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of trying to find that balance of it of like, well, where do I, I don't like to, here's my credentials, this, and this is the feedback mm. I'm giving. I do know, like I can recognize when someone needs help with something and I might have the answer to it, but like, do I, is it appropriate for me to tell them? As they get off. I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I, like, I, I, mean. I struggle with that sometimes. I think 100%. And not only that, but I think as soon as you identify what that thing is, go on stage, grab the mic, <laughs> tell it to everybody, and then they'll fix the second half of their set. Yeah. They'll never forget again. <laughs> yeah. Buddy, turn up the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I do, so I think it's easy to come up uh, t like to a stranger... Like if I, see, if I see something, a show, and I'm like, that Please. person was outstanding. What's that? <laughs> and if, if, if I think... If I see something and I think someone was outstanding, it's um, sometimes I do get compelled to be like, I just want to tell that person how great I thought that that show yeah. was. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I will also see a show where somebody that is having a harder time or th there could be constructive criticism. And I'm like, this person reminds me of myself. And I do think that if I were in their shoes, that uh Somebody, somebody let, uh, telling me about it would help, but I, I think it's easy to go up at, in the compliment situation and be like, "Hey, I just want to let you know that show blew me away. I think that, that you're s such a great performer. Um, awesome job." Versus going up and be like, "Hey, dude, uh, you got to you got to speak up." Like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You do if it's going to be criticism, you, you do have to like be willing to, to approach that person, ask them about themselves, get to know them, and not right. lead with the with criticism. What about you, John? You got I'm just trying to think if I've ever gotten just like random stranger criticism. Oh, only on the internet, but that's really yeah. easy. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I'm more of a fan of uh, 
uh, like I love criticism. I agree with Leah completely. Um, but I think it does need to come from someone that mm. is familiar with what you're working on because also there might be like, as a young performer, I might be doing 50 things wrong and it's like, we can only deal with number one right now. Yeah. And you as an outside observer might see the others and want to tell me. And it's like, I can't, I can't help those things right now. Right. I'm trying to work on like right now. I'm trying to not, I'm, I'm trying to uh, speak on stage. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think if you're not really familiar with what the person's working on, where they've come from, it's hard to give objective and useful criticism probably. Yeah. Which I guess does go into like, mm -hmm. um, if you feel that uh, connection with somebody like oh the young the young musician or performer uh, that yeah it's got to be a conversation where you're just curious about them uh, and then if 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 the, if it happens to come up uh, and they're like I'm working on whatever and you're like oh well you know if you know but it's it's so hard to just like shoehorn it in there or, or anything and and ultimately unnecessary mm -hmm. yeah. yeah what about for compliments Jonna? like them <laughs> yeah when what uh so would do you have like a um kind of go-to response if you get a compliment um i think uh yeah to just like I, I have a hard time taking them occasionally as well. Maybe like 50% of the time I'm like, Oh God, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Uh, and some of the time I think the best thing is just to like, let it sincerely make you feel good and express that that made you feel good. And that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Usually, uh, usually maybe f I do that fo follow it up with like a question about the person or just something that's like, yeah, cool. It's, it's weird to be like, thanks, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But I do think, like, to your point, that um, that almost is better than saying, like, oh, no, 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 no. And then they have to continue, no, yeah. really, you were great. And yes. you're like, yeah. oh, no, 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 I could have done this better. Yeah. And they're like, no, but really. And it's just like. Now you're insulting their compliment. Yeah. 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 You don't want to insult someone's compliment. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I love compliments. I love criticism. Uh and then, um, well, I, I suppose what it sounds like to me is that uh, majority would be that receiving compliments is the trickiest, even if it's only half the time. Um, and yeah, like like just allowing yourself to uh, hear it and uh, feel good is um, the answer. But also sometimes the hardest thing to just be like, uh, not not try to analyze or edit the compliment based on your feeling, but. Yeah. Okay. So, any other uh, thoughts on on any of this? We we got co uh, complaining um, is definitely our vote for being worse than bragging. Um, and compliments, receiving compliments are probably the hardest uh, of between compliments and criticism. And either way, receiving or giving. I'd just like to say you guys are all great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Everyone's doing a great job. No comment back to you. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to see you. Uh, you know. Hanging out, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think, was here I, as think well. I think Rex outside has something to chime in. Yeah. Um, is, do you think he's complaining or bragging right now? <laughs> <laughs> Probably bragging. Bragging. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> that dog. Um, okay, Mike. Uh, before we go, you said you wanted to. Uh, you had some update on social media. Yep. Uh, Bug fifty podcast on Instagram <laughs> dot com. Great. Cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just follow, just follow it on there. There's uh, content. And uh, Jana, anything you would like to plug? Um, I will plug my podcast, Mean Book Club. Uh, we are a group of comedians that read 
New York Times bestsellers that we feel do not deserve to be, shouldn't have been. Um, and then we, we read them so you don't have to. Um, make fun of them, ridicule them. Um, it's great. It's a book club, but um, we, we always end it with a hate rate. <laughs> a hate rate? <laughs> a hate rate, yeah. Which is like your scale? One to five stars in the scale of other mean book clubs we've read. Uh, book club books. So like with one being Malice by Danielle Steele is like as low as it could go. <laughs> um, and five, we accidentally read Bridget Jones's Diary, which is a good book. <laughs> um, so that got a five. Uh, wait, so so f it's still bad, but it's as good as a bad book can get? Or like you um, accidentally no, read a good book? We accidentally read a good I, book. I and so okay. we had to, unfortunately, it still only gets a five out of five, but um, it's it didn't deserve to be on the cast at all. Gotcha. So that. the bell curve's like somewhere around one and a half. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Buck 50 Social Club. Bye. Bye. Thank you.